In the few running forums that I participate on, there are constantly certain runners that post a photo of a certain type of shoe, and at least 100, 150, 200 comments ranging from highly recommended to, ah, well, be careful, you know, rather do this and rather do that. And Welcome to Hypno Running, the show where we do more than just talk about running. We help you find solutions to develop your full potential, making you a better, faster, and smarter runner. And here is your host, Heiko. <laughs> yes, stop thinking about the shoes. I did a podcast about that two weeks ago. Episode 27, no, 28. 27 or 28, not sure. Season 4. Why? <laughs> anyway, it's fine that we just start the podcast right away, yes? Or would you like me to first read five minutes worth of ads for some other supplement that supposedly tastes great and is a miracle drug? No, I don't think so. And don't worry, this is not a podcast about me trying to sell you a pair of running shoes. Actually, I don't want to sell you anything. I want to make you aware of something. Hey, who am I? Well, my name is Heiko, as you heard in the intro, and what I'm absolutely passionate about is helping other runners develop their running, especially if you're a runner. Let's say you've already, you know, passed the 35 mark, 40 mark, 45 mark, perhaps heading to your 50s. It's at this stage of life where your current circumstances, your past experiences, and your future hopes and dreams need to be carefully worked on because, let's face it, you cannot train anymore like when you were 18 years old. <laughs> and the best and most neglected part to train is the brain. Don't believe me? Well, if we met in real life, we could be talking about those shoes for a great half an hour. Two hours. Yep, most probably. Now tell me, why don't we talk like that about running clothes, caps, sunglasses or other peripheralia that you need? I can tell you why. It's because the shoes have the lure the possibility of increasing your speed. Ha! The shoes might be making you a faster runner. But that's nonsense. That's as good as instant soup. You know, instant success, instant results. Isn't that great? Isn't that what we want? An instant improvement. The only thing I can think of that provides great results and great improvements is instant soup. You feel sad and hungry. You go into your kitchen and you leave it empty-handed. No way, Jose. Instant. Then noodles saves the day every time. <laughs> Are they nutritious? No, but your tummy is like got something in it. And you had something to eat. Plus you don't need to do the dishes and it was quick. But it's not really nutritious. And in running, do these hacks and improve or even better, this gear will. Look, I don't deny the lure of exploring and researching is fun. But to the runner, to, to be that runner without much ambition or dare to become the best runner you can be, you're on the wrong track. Snap out of it. Focus on developing your running brain. So today, cognitive learning strategies. They are strategies that improve a learner's ability to process information more deeply, transfer and apply to new situations, and result in enhanced and better retaining that information you have learned. So for us as runners, examples. Asking yourself questions to reflect on your run experience. Find new solutions to a problem you're encountering. Encouraging discussions about what is being taught out there. <laughs> Helping runners on training programs explore and maybe connect with them. You know, explore different runs. If you love trail runs and you meet somebody who's just doing marathons on flat road surfaces or vice versa... Asking runners to justify and explain their thinking behind a, 
a training plan or a past race or future race goals. And then using visualizations to improve your understanding and recall of where perhaps things went wrong. The cognitive learning is going to help you learn what benefits of training now will you be getting in the long run. So what are you doing now? What's going to, what's going to help you in a couple of months down the line? Effectively, you know, and uh, that your concepts learned are understood. And finding the most effective way how you need to learn this. Maybe you're a visual learner, auditory learner, or otherwise. Well, what's the best way for you to learn? You know, is, it, is it through podcasts? Is it through an online training program? Is it something that you need to physically go out and join a workshop? How you, how, what's going to help you retain and apply those new concepts? Because you know, if you're doing it sitting in front of your laptop and then you go out for a run, it's two completely different environments. So how do you take the big picture approach to, to learning how to be in the right mental attitude? So you can do this by explicit learning. It happens when you, when you intentionally seek knowledge. That would be, for example, if you go to my website, hikerstribble.com, and you sign up for one of the training programs. Or if you reach out with an email, or if you re listen to this podcast regularly, uh, that, that would be explicit learning. And uh, the implicit learning, that is where you're unaware of the entire process until you realize you have retained it. If you've been listening to this podcast a couple of seasons already, you might immediately know if I tell you, you know, runner's attitude, um, positive mental attitude, negative mental attitude, or positive neutral, or negative. These things would immediately come up, building self-awareness, self-confidence, self-trust, self-love. You'd immediately know, hey, yes, hang on. Well, how am I talking to myself? Because it was implicit learning by listening to it. Meaningful learning is when you, of course, really sign up for something. You have transferable problem-solving skills. Um, I did that a couple of years back. I did the last workshop pre-COVID where I uh, got a fantastic weekend full of information, a very talented British fell runner, wonderful athlete, uh, hearing him talk, hearing him share his experiences. And this went over into the next level discovery learning because together with him we would go out on long runs <laughs> and this was something that that of course then really deeply ingrains in your memory what you're learning out there and you can relate to it immediately you also have the non-associated learning it's the type of learning that enables you to adapt to something by facing it frequently hey that's running every day isn't it you know we head out every day or every second day however often you run and you know it is irritating if it's a cold season, if it's a rainy season, or if it's a hot season, whatever you don't like. But then habituation, that's what sets in. Sensitization, you know, where your reaction towards something decreases as you get frequently exposed to it. And this type of learning happens in typical situations as you stay consistent in your running. You have the emotional learning. Emotional learning is for me crossing the finish line. That's like that moment just right there. <laughs> and of course, one thing is also the observation learning. Look at other runners. Look at pro runners. Have a look at that stride. Have a look. Listen to them, how they actually trained and prepared to the race. And then compare it with yours. <laughs> you know, if I, if I look at these uh, videos sometimes or listen to podcasts, pro runners. I mean, 
already when they get up, I'm already way off course than they are. When they get up, what they have for breakfast is like, jeez, incredible difference how nutritious they are, how they think about each and everything that they're putting inside their bodies. It is absolutely amazing. And it's something that gives me a little bit of inspiration. <laughs> Another point is um, collaborative learning. That's where you're with a group of people. That might be your run club. Because you can learn from others' mistakes, you can learn from others' success. So these types of cognitive learnings, you, you need them so that it will become easier for you to acquire new skills and new knowledge for your running. And most of all, it'll keep you It'll keep you on the path of building your endurance. Uh, endurance, by the way, comes from the Greek language. Strong, strength, courageous, a person with resolve, you know, to face difficult hardships and trials, you know, not to give up, but to be steadfast, to be patient. And these are lessons of endurance. Why is that so important? Because if you're able to endure hardship, you're going to grow as a runner. It doesn't sound nice, does it? You know, just do it or instant success sounds so much better. Or compression socks that make you better, make you faster. <laughs> and this happens. The endurance comes from facing trials, tests, trials, build endurance, making you the best runner you can be. Develop endurance, strong character, courage, sense of resolve to be steadfast through those hardships. Learn to endure the, the unknown. And this happens, you know, through, through having actually good sight, not eyesight, that's what I mentioned before, visualization, seeing into the future and building that with hope. Proverbs 10, you know, the one who follows instructions is on the path to life, but the one who rejects correction goes astray. Intelligent people are always ready to learn. Their ears are open for their knowledge. I want to appeal to you today. Look at these cognitive skills and see where you can add one or two along the way you'll be glad you did come come december you'll be glad you did thank you for joining us on today's show my name is heiko god bless you and remember take it easy